This motivational message was recorded on my radio show, Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Hello, I'm Matt McQuinley, and today I want to talk about Major James Nesmith. Major James Nesmith was a POW in a Vietnamese prison camp for over seven years. Most of the time he was spent in solitary confinement. He was tortured. He had dysentery. He was fed less than 150 calories a day, which is the equivalent of an apple and a half. Or if you like to fly, three of those little tiny bags of peanuts on the airplane. Of course, Major Nesmith didn't get to do a lot of flying in solitary confinement. His cell was only four and a half feet tall and five feet long long so he couldn't stand up or even stretch his legs out all the way between beatings and between tortures to keep himself sane he would visualize playing golf he loved to play golf he wasn't very good he shot in the high 90s but he had no he had a lot of free time so he would spend four hours a day visualizing playing 18 holes on his favorite golf course. He would visualize everything, the clothes he wore, the sound of the grass under his feet as he would walk to the first tee, the smell of the fresh cut grass, the sound of the sprinklers, the squirrels running in the trees, the wind through the leaves, every single aspect from putting the tee into the, to the ground, to the angle he put the tee at, to the logo on the ball and where it was facing. And because he was visualizing, he visualized himself as a better golfer than he really was. He never sliced. He never hit a water hazard. He never ended up in a sand trap. He did this for seven years, four hours a day. Well, eventually he was released from prison, luckily. And even though he was merely skin and bones when he got out, he went out and he played a, a game of 18 holes at his favorite golf course that he'd visualized for the last seven years as a reward for surviving. He shot a 74, which was 20 strokes less than his best game ever. You see, the mind doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination subconsciously. This includes all sorts of training. And if we're going to train our minds, let's train it for good things. The Russians found out about Major Nesmith, and in the 1980 Olympics team, they trained their athletes this exact way. They took four different groups. They had one group that trained only physically in golf, played golf all the time. Then they had another group that played golf 75% of their training hours and spent 25% of their time visualizing playing golf. Then they moved to 50-50. The last group, group four, they only played golf 25% of their training time. The other 75% of their training time, they visualized the game. And guess what? Which group improved the most? You guessed it, group four. Visualization is not the only key to success, but it is a very, very powerful one. And I have to ask myself this, and I think you should too. If Major Nesmith, merely by visualizing his success and putting in a little bit of effort, accomplished something like that, what can you accomplish? I urge you to find out. <laughs>